Alright, it's time! Another week. GTGD Radio. This is episode 782. For February 5th, 2024. On the show this week, we got Turkers. What up? What up, man? Sure. Yeah, I was, I was like, what the fuck? I wasn't even quite sure you said Terrence. I don't, I, I don't make words. Words come together like butt cheeks. Right. I was like, that's a sound effect. He was like, rrr, rrr, rrr. all right. I'm here. What's I'm up? making a new soundboard. I don't know what you're talking about. Nice. <laughs> I, I just thought you were trying to impersonate an old rich guy laughing. Oh man, I was, it's been a week. Holy shit. <clears throat> man. Yeah, tell me about it. There are so much so many things to talk about this week. Man, it's wild. But we're gonna we're gonna get right into the video games and I'm assuming because we're gonna start with Terrence. We're gonna talk about one of the most popular video games this week. Yeah. Or unpopular, I guess, depending on who you are. But yeah, we we're gonna talk about the suicide squad um because yeah i and you know what like besides yeah i can't talk about the other games because i'm playing some review games that i can't talk about but yeah this is like the only one i can really all right so listen i like suicide squad i've said this on twix um you know it's yeah it's a it's a a live service game um but like i was telling ryan you don't have to uh participate in any of the multiplayer at all like when the game launches it launches you in a private party so i mean you could jump right into the action and it just launches you in the world with your characters like your bots you never even have to see anybody else so for those people that you know don't want to you know participate in any of the multiplayer nonsense or the live service stuff and you just want to experience a good ass story because i'm here to tell you this story is good um you can play this game you know single player by yourself and, and enjoy this narrative um, I mean, you can't like until I, the server disconnects. That's that's true. Oh my god, that actually happened to me during a boss fight. Oh my god, I was so upset because yeah, ooh, because you got to start over. Um, you know, it kicks you and then you, you just got to start over. So yeah, it that will piss you off because I mean, if the you know if the servers are down, you can't play. Which I guess is what happened when they did the early access. Um, which y'all might have talked about this last week. I don't know. Did it come out last week? No, well, Damn, okay. it's been a long week. We <laughs> um, got started yet. I don't know what you're talking about. Right? Like, so it came out, and I guess for the early access people, you had to pay $100 to get the three, three-day access or whatever. And uh, the servers, they had to take the servers down for like six hours or something crazy um, because there was some glitch <laughs> where these people booted up the game, and the game thought that they had completed it already. So, like, everything was already unlocked and stuff. So they've they've had a journey. They've gotten it together. I will say the only the only time I've been disconnected from the server was just that one time. Um I will say that I have ha- I have experienced various amounts of bugs and glitches. I had one where you have to get back to a portal in one particular sequence so you're like escaping stuff and um I was King Shark and his navigation is he travels like the Hulk. So he jumps and like he has a dash that you can do three times in the air before you have to land again and you can charge up and jump. Um, so when I was I was almost to the ledge where we needed to escape and I, I slammed into it. I guess it was an invisible force field 
and it wouldn't let me go any further. So I think, okay, well, I'll go around this cliff and try there. Nope. It like anytime I jumped or like did my dash, like I hit something invisible and it like knocked me back like to damn near the beginning of the level. And I'm like, what the hell? So I had to quit from, from that. So glitches like that, which that happens with these live service games that they only put on the internet, but which is frustrating, <laughs> but the, the gameplay is so much fun. Um, and I was kind of iffy at first, uh, but like, yes, it's all guns. There, you have a melee, which is funny because it's it's a melee attack. But um, Deadshot doesn't swing a melee weapon; he uses his wrist <laughs> his wrist guns. That's his melee, so it's it's weird. But um, yeah, so you you the King Shark has like a um, a cleaver. Harley, of course, uses bats and stuff, and boomerang. Well, you know what the fuck he uses. Um, so everybody has a melee weapon, uh, but it's it's mainly uh, guns, and it's all about just like in um, Sunset Overdrive, like keeping a combo high. So like your skill tree doesn't unlock different moves and stuff. What it unlocks is, and I'm probably covering a lot of shit that you're gonna say because you're the one actually reviewing this. Um, but it uh it like gives you bonuses to combo. So once you reach like ten times combo, you'll get like a boost to your shield regeneration, or um maybe you'll do uh this kind of debuff to somebody. And then the skill tree is full of stuff like that. So it's all about taking the the different types of guns and stuff you can use and the traversal abilities which are really big um how you move about the world and mixing that in with stacking that damage so just firing at people and that builds your combo meter like if you use your traversal thing like in air like your his um uh king sharks dash that helps your combo like those different things will keep your combo meter rolling and so you reach that max of 50 where once you get level 30 you can do all kinds of fun shit like there's an ultimate move for the squad where it slows down time and you can like really like just hammer on people but i think it's globally um controlled so like if you have it and i have it and and like i use it i I'm not 100% sure, but it reads like it takes it from, it's a shared resource amongst the team. So if I use it, it uses yours, right? So like nobody can use it until we build it back up. But are you I'm talking not sure. About, are you talking about the traversal ultimate or like the the melee ultimate? No, the, uh, well, you might, do you have a level 30 character? I do not have a level 30 character. Uh, my Harley is 26, I think. Okay, I think you're close to, you might already have yeah. it. The It's the squad ultimate where i think you press y and b uh, yeah, the, y i have and a, I have an x and a move and then the, the two bumpers move the two bumpers yeah yep you'll get the you'll get the squad maybe you unlock the squad one at 30 um yeah it's the ultimate where it like slows down time um for everybody like you wherever they are like you're moving normal speed but all the enemies are slowed down and you just you know you can wail on them but i, I it reads like it's a shared resource and i'm not sure we can test that i'm not sure if it like if i if i activate it if it pulls it from yours like nobody can activate it until we build it back up kind of thing i'm just not sure about that but yeah that's whew, i've waxed poetic i'm sorry i i like this game it it has issues yes it's a live service game yes but I, you know me, I'm a. If I have fun with it, I'm a rock with it until they cancel it. And I, I have fun with this. I think it's. I'm not gonna. I, mm, yeah, it's more fun than the Avengers. I think I liked the combat more in the Avengers because they utilize those characters' strengths more so than I think this does. Um, whereas this, they just kind of put a gun in everybody's hand. Whereas I mean, they're people. That's really what they're known for. But I mean, Avengers, you have like Captain America and Iron Man and 
you know, fucking Hawkeye who have specialized stuff. But I think, yeah, but this, I think Suicide Squad is, is overall more, more fun. I think for me, it's it's faster. It's, it's definitely faster. It's definitely faster. Yeah. And man, I have a lot. So you're right. The story is fantastic. Like that from beginning to end, some of the best writing, some mm-hmm. of the best visual, like you even touch on the visuals. This game looks in fucking incredible. Like the facial animations yeah. are off the charts. They're like, yes. I mean, we're talking Sony Never levels, ram. like Sony yeah. levels of facial animation. Like they're just incredible. Um, Harley's face throughout some of those sequences are just literally laugh out loud funny. Like it's it it's so yeah. They did a excellent job with the graphics sorry go ahead no no you're yeah that is this thing looks amazing and it runs super smooth i had one bout of slowdown yep. where when i was in a fight and they brought a whole bunch of ads and like it, it, it chucked for a minute but it was okay i like the story <clears throat> i don't care for the missions like there's what like four or five types of missions there's like collect the people there's the mm-hmm. the take down the incubators. There's and they're all kind of samey. It's like the same kind they of are. shit. Um. So, like when I got to the end, like that. That's the thing is like, am I gonna have a level thirty character? I don't know. I don't know that I care to keep playing after the story. Like what carried me through the game was the story. Mm-hmm. Like the missions that I hit out afterwards. No spoilers on what it is. It's an interesting concept. But the missions that you do for that stuff is just, it's kind of dragging itself. Um, Also, whoever you pick to use, stick with that person because your bots don't level up with you, which really fucking sucks. Um, I I swapped over to Deadshot after I finished the game and I was like, I'm going to go do some missions and that motherfucker was just getting destroyed. Because he was level one and I was level twenty six. <laughs> Wait, like... did you did you kid him out? Because he should be able to use all of your equipment. So if you have equipment that does a thousand damage, he can still use it. Sure, or he can still use his... the weapons, but his shield, like, just it. it just, oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah the buffs just, to his like. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, he's got just you. getting he's just getting obliterated in combat, and it's not like, and when you're, you're on right. a mission, you can't swap. Nope. Yeah. So, like, I couldn't swap back to... Yeah, you locked in. I did one mission with him, and I died four times in that mission. I was like, Jesus Christ, okay. This isn't fun at this point. Like, I have to take... I basically have to take him through the whole game now just to get him to the same level as as Harley, which I don't find fun. They should have just leveled up the characters at the same time. I'm not going to play through this game four times. I'm just not. But uh, Gotham Knights does that, right? Even uh, though that yeah. game is booty cheeks. No, no, yes. no. It, it so the, the skill points carry for Gotham. So when you right, swap over, when you swap over oh, to wait, a different, yeah, they do. Yeah, when you swap over to a different character, they're the, they're the same level. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. They're like you can you can swap in and out at any character at any time if you want in Gotham, and you don't have to worry about the fact that you haven't leveled them up. Exactly. Yeah, you can do that in yeah. Gotham. In this game, you cannot. And I'm just like, why? Oh man, I, that's great. Cra- that's maybe... crazy oversight to me. It is. But maybe I'm missing something mm-hmm. because I thought they said that you could because you can 
you could switch to any character at any time until the end game. Once you do the end game stuff, you're locked into that character once you get to a certain point, like for that mission. But you can swap in and out. And I thought that was why they didn't put level stuff on the the gear was because even though they weren't like your Harley is level 26 and your dead dead shot is level one, even though he doesn't have all the like the traversal, you know, move and all that other stuff, he should still be viable because of his equipment. But you saying you just got owned. I just got like, rolled. Like in game stuff or Damn. Yeah, he just he just got up. rolled, and I'm just like, I'm not gonna go like grind one character so that Hell I can no. swap characters. Like that's just that's just dumb. And also, I'm gonna be real honest with you, that skill tree sucks. It do like I because it's it's not giving you anything new. No, for it's real. just it's, it's, just, it's, just it's all you, about your combo stuff. And you like, gotta choose. Like there's yep. what, like every other level, three. there's like three choices, and then three. there's one yep. level that's just one choice. It's like mm-hmm. you just make that choice, and like I read, like I, every time I leveled up, I was like, "Cool, I'm gonna go use a skill point." And like I'd read through them, I'm like, "All this shit sounds the fucking same." Yep. It yeah. It's, like, it's for those that are very, I feel like with the RPGs that are like really deep into the numbers of it, because it's like, well, if you take this, if you get your combo to ten, your shield boost generation will be 05 percent, but then you'll do this amount of melee damage. But if you get this one, you hit your combo to ten, you'll get health increase. Like it's like that type of stuff. It's yeah, it's. No, and then and then on top and then on top of that, you unlock three vendors throughout the story of the game. Who all mm-hmm. do different shit. So like one of them lets you craft weapons, one of them lets you uh augment stuff, and the third one lets you like what is it, like modify tech. Modify it, yeah. And it's just like all of those systems, like when they introduced them, I'm like, I don't want to use any of this. Yeah. Right? It's and it's it's funny because all that's for in game too. Like yeah. you don't have to even really focus on that for the story. You don't have to focus on anything for the story except for the story missions, except for like yep. one moment during the story where he's, you know, a character's like, I'll let you know when I'm ready. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Which, you gotta go which do Spider-Man, Spider-Man has those missions like, well, I'm going to do this. I'll let you know when I'm ready. And then like 20 seconds later, he's like, I'm ready. I'm like, why the fuck did we even have this conversation? <laughs> Like, I was wondering if they were going to do that in this, but they don't. Like, I had to go no, do, they did it. like, a little side mission. Oh, really? I just went and did a side mission. It never, like, triggered right after for me. There's, okay. there's a sequence where you meet a character, and you're at their place, and they're like, go, and I'll let you know when I'm ready. And, like, as yeah. soon as I left, he was like, I'm ready. Damn! It did do that for me. So I like, left. I, I had to go do, like, a mission. And then, uh, then when I finished that mission, he, I got the little thing. And they were like, oh, I'm ready. I'm like, oh. Okay. Like, why did you make me go do it? Like, let's just do it. Right. Like, I don't... Some of that stuff is just weird. Yeah, there's some head-scratching stuff. But, I mean, again, if you're playing it for narrative, just the story, like, like Ryan just wants to experience that, you know, the Arkham universe kind of continuation, it's fabulous. Yeah. It's fabulous. No, it's it's a solid 12-hour story that is extremely well-written. The characters are really well-done. They do some really cool stuff, and they do some stuff that pissed off a lot of comic book nerds, and I'm just like, y'all just need to stop, because they do shit right? in the comics anyway, just let it go. Right. Like, like, don't get, like, don't get, don't be that guy, be like, actually, this comic here, this character could never do this thing. Yeah. Like, don't, it, don't be that guy. It was fun. Like, it, it was, it was a good time. I, I don't know, it, it was a good story. Like, I, it, it was fun. Like, a great, I, I like a great story. did. And if the yeah. if the DLC like if they when they do the season stuff with the new characters if it has story I'll play it. 
It is. It's supposed to. Like, because I guess they're going to have story stuff on how they introduce the the, per- the people that they're getting. Um. So yeah, it's going to have story missions. So yeah. <laughs> but if it's if it's more of that in-game stuff, I don't think. I'm That's down. the other thing. Yeah, I was going to say that. So they are because that you're you're right. Those activities get old quick. Because I I can't tell you how many times I've had to get people off the little the little points for hack so she could hack the the little things. Oh my god. Um. But uh, the each season they're adding new activities. So I don't know if they're getting rid of the old stuff, but they they're supposed to be adding new activities. They they said it's, they're going to refresh refresh stuff. So we'll see. New activities would be cool. You know what also would be cool? New enemies. Cause, um. Yeah. Yeah. The same the same yep. like what do you what do you call these things like blobby monsters or whatever the fuck they are? I don't know. Hmm. There's like that's different what... colored. There's like different colored ones, but that's about it. They have some. I mean, yeah. they have some. You've got your normal like. Here's the grunts. Here's the middlemen. Yep. Here's the brutes. Kind of shit. Just like. That's what killed Avengers. So I'm hoping they do add because it had the same enemies, which I don't think they ever introduced different ones. So um, hopefully that's something they look at because that was a big point of contention with that game is that you were just always beating up aim robots. That's I mean, it. I mean, you just beating up blob monsters in this one, so. Yeah, you just that's it. I mean, but they, it's do, fun. they do explode. They, they do explode nicely. I will say that. They do. <laughs> they uh, do. It's a it's a good game. I think like I've got to marinate on it a little bit, and I'm trying to do some of the end game stuff just so I can get a feel for it. But I'm feeling like a real a real straight line seven. Like I don't think it's great. I think it's good. So. Oh, and don't don't you know that nothing's allowed to be a straight line seven? I mean, that's it true. either has to be the worst game you've ever played, or it has to be the best game you've ever played. It's not allowed to be anything in between. I don't know how you can live like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard. I'm, I'm sure because that man. Yeah, I don't. Um, I'm trying to think. That's really all for real that I've played. Like I said, I've played other stuff. Um. But I, oh well, you know what? Because I didn't talk about it last week. I played Little Guardsman, which I'm finishing up that review. Uh, that is a very cute game. Uh, I wish Anthony was here because I think he would actually dig it. So you play as this little girl who, and it's fully voiced too, which is which is awesome because it adds to this. You play as this little girl whose father has a gambling problem, and he he works as a castle uh, a gate guard to this kingdom, and he gonna go to the to the pub and and gamble. And he needs you to cover his shifts. So he walks you through your your thing. And really what this game is, is you sit at this at this um, booth and someone comes up and you have to basically investigate and you either allow them in or you don't allow them in. So you can ask some questions. It's like papers. It's like papers, please. Yes, I couldn't think of the name of it. Thank you. Yes, yep. it's, it's it's like that. Yep. Okay. Um, but it's I think it's more. I I only played a little bit of that game, but this one is more comical than that. Um, okay. I tell you. One of one of the girls, one of the sequences came up and it was like a Disney princess and she came up singing <laughs> like her whole conversation um, and come to find out. I'm just I'm gonna spoil this one. This is one out of many just to give you an idea of how how funny this week come to find out. She hears like because she had little like spots of red on her, which that was blood. Cause she's crazy because she just burned down something and she hears voices and she wants to come in to the kingdom because the voices are telling her that she needs to light a big fire and set it on fire. 
So no, and then all this she's doing with song, like it's so it's so <clears> funny. <throat> like and the little girls responding, like um, you don't have to sing it. To, like it's just I don't know. It's a very cute game. So it's yeah, like Papers Please essentially, um, but just with more more comedy. And then you'll have like some morality stuff thrown in there. So like the one the one guy was a um, emissary from uh, from one kingdom coming to uh, I guess you know get his prince married to the princess here and there but there was another he knew another one was coming and he was like hey if you don't let this person in you know meet me tonight i give you 50 gold and then of course that person comes and now you can either let them in like you were supposed to or you know make the money and turn them away and then actually have your bosses yell at you or whatever so you has those type of uh curveballs in there too but it's it's a very cute game um real quick like i said it's fully voiced which added to the humor for me because i mean you know hearing it in in your head is one thing but actually hearing people you know vocal artists use silly voices or whatever for this stuff like a lot of it had me cracking up like laughing out loud like it was it was it was good so but yeah that's that's it that's pretty much all i done played outside of uh you know suicide squad so all right well we'll see what the wombat's been playing well um so i've been sick as a dog you got the rona uh yeah. So um but I did um <clears throat> I did finish Baldur's Gate three. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um yeah, my um my save file says eighty eight hours, but my counter on Steam Deck says one oh five. Um the difference is, you know, having to reload after uh, failing in battles or, you know, reloading oh, yeah. in general. Um, and the fact that I spent like, uh, five hours banging my head against a rock, uh, at one point in act one in a particularly difficult battle. Um, but, um, uh, that the, the, the last act. So it's, it's crazy how much there is to do in each act in that game. Um, and how kind of different each one of the acts are. Mm-hmm. Um, the third act of that game is fucking ph- phenomenal. Like, it's, <clears throat> especially the last half of the first act, or the third act, sorry, is just unbelievable. Um, it, it builds to a really awesome final battle. Um, and then there are so many different ways that the ending of that game can go, depending on the choices you've made throughout and the choices you make at the end. Um, there are, um, it does, um, uh, you know, similar to, uh, Dragon Age is, I guess, the best example I can think of, you know, in Dragon Age, your, um, the whole point of the game, right, is that your Grey Warden is trying to find enemies to fight against the Blight, right? That's that's the point of the... or uh, allies to help fight against the Blight. Um, and this game does something very similar um, in that you, along the way, will pick up allies. And in the first two acts... Um, that kind of stuff happens. Like you meet characters or or you do missions for characters or you run across characters along the way. um, And they end up 
either you know allies of yours or part of your camp but in the third act a lot of that stuff really hits ahead and so characters that you met in the first two acts you have a chance to kind of finish off their little arcs and what it does is it um it it adds to a quest that you have starting in act three called gather your allies um and so you can end up with a lot of folks who basically pledge to help you in your final battle and the way that materializes is in um uh in the final battle you can spend an action point um to call in an assist from one of these allies and so depending on the ally it's a different um you know it's a different thing that they can use to help you in, in some cases they actually appear on the battlefield with you and and you can control them as another party member in some cases it, their their help is um different i won't spoil how but the uh it adds a really cool um element to the sort of march to the final boss and the interaction around the final boss um, that really, it, it really makes it feel like everything that you've done in the game up to that point has actually meant something um, and has been, you know, a significant, uh, it's, been, it's been a significant accomplishment toward your goal of um, killing the boss at the end. So I love the way they handled that. Um, I love the way they handled the choices around the ending and the way the different companions um their how their stories can end um i <clears throat> of course am playing it after they've added in the epilogue um so for for those who don't know one of the announcements they made recently in their patch from i think it was either november or december um they added an epilogue to the game which basically manifests as a um uh, a get together of of your party members six months after the end the events of the game, uh, and it's nothing huge. It's just kind of a, a a get together party six months later. But it uh, uh, <clears throat> the interactions with the party members that you have there, um, a are all colored by what ended up happening with them throughout your quest, but b um, not only gives you some good closure to the game, but sets up some really, really interesting opportunities, either for some smaller DLCs uh, or for the um, uh, the next game. So, uh, I it's um, I, I was talking to Jay, who beat it before the epilogue was in place, and I told him I, I don't I don't it would feel so much different uh, without that little epilogue at the end. So um, it definitely, if you've, if you haven't beaten it yet, it's good, I think, because that epilogue adds a lot to the story and also to help set up, um, like I said, some potential future DLCs or um, uh, the sequel. Uh, so yeah, it, it's a, um, it's a fantastic game that only gets more fantastic as you play it. So I'm very, very, very excited to see Terrence, you and Anthony and drew, um, 
make your way through the rest of the game? Because I, I think in your guys' playthrough, you're still in Act One, right? We are. We're approaching the the end of it, but yes, we are. Yeah. We are in Act One still. So I, I can't wait um, for for your guys' uh, march through Act Two and Act Three of that game. Uh, and how much I, I'm interested to watch you guys play on Twitch because um, obviously playing it by myself, the there's a much greater emphasis on the companions, like the other party members um, and their stories and, and the interaction with those stories and um, how that sort of broadens the narrative. So I'm interested to see what the narrative is like without any of those companions. Uh, I mean, I know they're there for you guys in the camp, but you're not really having battles alongside them because you're fighting alongside right. each other. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm interested to watch you guys to see how how much that changes uh, the way the the back half of the game is is plays out. And what I think is great is it means when any or all of you decide to play through it for yourself, you're going to get almost a completely different experience because you'll have those um, companion characters, and you'll you'll really be seeing the game through their eyes and the eyes of uh, the quests that are associated specifically with them. So um, it's uh, it, it, it has by far the best set of companions of any RPG that has companions I've ever played. Um, the, the companion quests in this game are better than uh, Mass Effect. They're better than Dragon Age. Um, they're better than any game any RPG I've ever played that has a sort of, uh, you know, these are the companions you've picked up along the way and you have to build your relationship with them by accomplishing the things they want to accomplish. Um, not only the companions themselves, the best companions that I've ever seen in a game like this, just in terms of their characterization, their voice acting, um, their stories, but the quests themselves are just excellent. Every single one of them, even characters that, I wasn't really a big fan of or didn't really match um, my style of play. Like Asterian, who is like the biggest, um, I'll say, star character uh, online coming out of this game. His voice actor does an amazing job, Um, but he's not my he's not my favorite um, Mm -hmm. just because he's he leans a little more towards the evil side naturally and my character's a paladin so um our 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 um in the beginning at least our um our designs yeah are are a little bit of a clash Uh, that changes over time but uh even even his stuff is just his arc in that game is amazing and his main quest is, is amazing too and has like at least six different ways I think that you can finish it. So um, it's the, the one thing that I'll say is that um, because of the type of player that I am, I wanted to finish every companion quest that I could in one playthrough. uh, And I was able to uh, finish everyone's quest in one playthrough with no problems and without any one of them um, getting corrupted in a way that didn't make it end up the way I wanted to. Um, wow. 
And so if you're the type of person that wants everybody's quest to, um, to have a mostly happy ending, it's there for you. If you're the type of person who wants some people to have a happy ending and some people to not have a happy ending, it's there for you. If you're the type of person who wants to play a narrative where everybody sort of has, you know, bad ruinous things happen to, to them, it's there for you. So, um, there are ways there are, like I said, for each one of the companions, there's probably six to 10 different things that can play out differently in their quest, depending on what you do, how you do it, who you bring with you. Um, it's, uh, it's really, I I would love to see the storyboards for this game because I don't even understand how Larian managed to plan all this shit out the way that they did. Um, it's it's kind of incredible. Um, but I know that I am absolutely jacked for whatever they do next. Because um, this game is just a master class. Um, but, Damn. yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. I, wait, I have a question before you leave it. At yeah. That. Don't leave yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, you're gonna have me play this game today because I like because I <laughs> never I didn't finish it for my review because it was it's a massive game. Yeah, it's I was huge, trying to yeah. get the embargo. Um, so I got as far as the beginning of Act Three okay. <clears throat> on my review playthrough. But my question for you: Did you ever run into the drizzle? No. Uh, and he, uh, um, the so. He's mentioned. Like, did you have you have conversations he where he's mentioned? Yeah, but like, yeah. That, man. Yeah, and so at at one point, um, you know, the the closest I got is at one point late in Act Three. Um, there's a quest that involves the bank, and um, the the bank, the guy that runs the bank, says something like, um, he's talking about heroes, and he says, um. Uh, something about the the hero from the original Baldur's Gate, and then he says, or a hero like Dritz, um, and that's the closest that I got. Uh, nice. So, and then there there are some other drow that you run into um, in Act Three that reference him in a way, um, but not directly. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, I I did not um, I did not run into him. I will say. Gotcha. Um, especially so there there are some references to the first two Baldur's Gate games early in this one, but there are a lot of callbacks in Act Three um, to the first two Baldur's Gate games. Um, not not to the point that it'll ruin your experience if you haven't played them, um, but more like as someone who who finished the first two games um more like oh that's cool um gotcha. that that kind of stuff versus something that would ruin your experience if you hadn't played them but they definitely there are definitely several major references to the first two games as you get later in the game um so yeah it's uh, su- such such a tremendous such a tremendous experience i can't i can't speak positively enough on it. It's now one of my favorite games of all time. Damn. I'm so happy you loved and, it. And like that's good. And I I said this to Jay. Um keep in mind that I have this much praise about this game. And I played it start to finish 100% on the Steam Deck. So oh, nice. I was playing it at 
for the most part, uh, 800p <laughs> um, with uh, the graphics options somewhat turned down, although it is pretty impressive what the Steam Deck can do with this game. Um, so I'm not even playing it and experiencing the graphics at the highest level. Um, I mean, you were so, just trying to mimic oh, your love for Eurojank. Yes, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and the first two Baldur's Gate games, which weren't lookers by any stretch. No, um, no, not. no. Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, which I told Jay, I said, if I, if I play through it again, likely I'll wait. Because uh, I do want to play through it again and do an evil playthrough because there are mutually exclusive characters in this game. There are there are full characters mm-hmm. that have quests, um, yep. you know, companion quest lines uh, that, you know, you can control as a party member that you that are mutually exclusive in this game. Um, you cannot get them if you get other characters or you cannot get them if you make good choices or evil choices. Um, okay. So I, I want to do an evil playthrough at some point so I can get a couple extra party members. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll probably do that one. I'll probably double dip on console when I'm ready to do that one so that I can actually play the game and, and see it in all its glory. Because um, I don't have a PC to run it other than the deck. So I'll uh, I'll probably double dip on uh, console for when it's when it's time for that, but I I'm gonna need some time uh, before I do that. So uh, on that note, uh, I started to boot up Octopath Traveler 2 because in my head this entire time um, it's been next on my list, and uh, I booted it up and I was gonna start over because I had played the demo and I had played just a little bit of it. Uh, last year when I first got it, um, just to, you know, kind of enough to say, okay, yep, this is an extension of the first Octopath Traveler, which I loved. So um, I'm definitely going to love this one. So I got to the, the, um, the menu where you pick your starting traveler and I'm looking at the, like reading their story and looking at their like skills. And I'm like, I wonder if anybody's done any, you know, I'm sure they have done any like, this is, you know, this is the best starting character. Or here's some tips for starting out. So I start reading through some articles that are like, here are some things you should know before you start playing the game. And it's explaining some stuff about strategy and some stuff about how the combat works and how the different characters work. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have to wait uh, before I play this because <laughs> I can't come off 105 hours uh, of turn-based Baldur's Gate 3 and go straight into a hundred plus hours of turn-based Octopath Traveler. Um, yeah, I just, can't, I just can't, I can't do it. I need a break. So um, that's going to get saved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that that's <laughs> going to get saved for a little bit, and I'll play a couple um, more actiony RPG games or uh, shooters or something to to cleanse my palate a little bit between the two big uh, turn-based RPGs. So instead. I decided that I was going to boot up Dragon's Dogma um, and kind of get my feel back for Dragon's Dogma since the new one's coming out next month. Um, And so I I booted up a new character on deck for that. Uh, First off, it plays and looks great on the deck. You can run it at high, um, uh, high everything, basically. It's 60 FPS. 
Um, it uh, there's no problems at all now. It's an Xbox 360 game, um, so it looks like an Xbox 360 game. Yeah. Um, but it's um, you know that game is still so good, um, and it does so many things that um, like playing it now, playing it at the time. I remember thinking and talking about how innovative it was and how, you know, many different things it did that sort of set itself apart from other games in the genre and, um, you know, what a sort of breath of fresh air it was. Playing it now, it's almost funny to see all the different things that Capcom ended up reusing in Monster Hunter World and Monster Hunter Rise from Dragon's Dogma. Um, especially like, and, and some of it is stuff that they sort of borrowed from Monster Hunter in the first place, but the way you, the way you pick up materials and gather materials and combine things and enhance things is all very Monster Hunter. Um, the, um, the, the, the way your character interacts with the environment and the monsters in the environment is also very Monster Hunter. And so it's it's easy looking back on it now to say, okay, yeah, you know, in addition to just being a really excellent RPG, a lot of this stuff was kind of a proving ground for what Monster Hunter World would end up being, which was kind of the first real free-roaming Monster Hunter game. Um, and uh, it's so it's kind of neat playing it now, uh, what, 10 years after it came out at least? Yeah. Um, I don't I don't remember what the release date on Dogma is now, but um, it's uh, it's really it's really cool um, to kind of a, a go back and experience it now with the, the benefit of that hindsight. But there are some things that I forgot about that are, are a little bit annoying. Um, your your uh, it's it's tough sometimes to get a bead on who you want to attack and uh, to to make sure your attacks actually hit. Um, it, uh, the, for, for everybody who complains about, um, chatter in games, Jesus Christ, the pawns in this game never shut up. Um, your, your torch will go out in the waterfall arisen. Uh, yeah. The new one is apparently worse. Perhaps there like... may be, aught, there, perhaps there may be aught of use here. Arisen. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what? Um, I know the way arisen. Follow me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've learned information about this quest, Arisen. <laughs> um, the uh, so which it none of that stuff ever bothers me. The chatter doesn't bother me. Just like people complain about, um, like Aloy talking to herself. Um, man, I talk to myself all the time, so that it doesn't bother that me at all. I'm used to it. Me? Like my issue with the chatter is like when you play the um like the action RPG games where they constantly announce their attack like in Tales of Arise or whatever. Oh yeah, I can't. Rising do that. Mountain, Rising. Ma- Why do you have to say it every time Slice I use the attack? I'm going to Slice use it. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. stop. Like them yeah. talking to each other. That's cool, but like, damn, shut up when we fighting. Like you ain't got to do all of that. <laughs> yeah, that's very much a um like. I can I can I can learn to get away or I can learn to ignore that in a fighting game where you know you got to listen to the character yell out the yes. move when they do it. Yep. Um, yeah. Or barrage. Yes. Yep. Like oh, I can get past it and I can get past it in a fighting game, but yeah, in an RPG, don't be running around me yelling 
your attack. Um, every time. Every what? time. You know, um, I, I know, I know. We we joke about this all the time, but you know what game has the best sound cues though? What? Overwatch. Oh, oh my you, god! You continue. You you learn the sound cues. The, That's the, true. The way the game does the sound, like they have different voice lines for when they pop their ultimate if they're on your team or the other team. Yeah. And you learn to understand. Like you can hear Reaper Shadow Step, or you can hear. You know when Junkrat puts a trap down, and like, <clears throat> like the sound cues in that game are so good, so good. Well, you know, Blizzard's Blizzard's known for their attention to detail. So yeah, that, that is one thing that game does better than almost any other game I've played. They're so good. Um, yeah. So Dra- Dragon's Dogma. I mean, there's not much else for me to talk about. It's a ten year old game at this point. Dude, the I, Xbox um, 360 is going to be twenty years old next year. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Twenty uh, years old. Twenty years old. Um, but the uh, I, I I will say playing this one again makes me super excited to play the new one. So, um, oh by the way, it's twelve years old. So Dragon's Dogma came out in two thousand twelve. Jesus Christ! And it wow. I gotta tell you for for coming out in two thousand twelve, this game holds up really well. The Steam, um, uh, the I've been Steam... The PC version is the upgraded one, right? It's oh. it. Uh, Dark Arisen is the version that I'm. Yeah, playing. that's the yes. that's the one they upgraded where you get infinite um, fast travel points, right? Yeah, the fairy stones. Yeah, yeah. I have this one I'm playing on Xbox. Is that yeah? One. That made the game so because I played through that game with with no fairy stones. So what y'all know that? Oh lord! Yeah, yeah. I read about that. I, 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 yeah, I I played through the original as well. So, um, Lord, God bless y'all. Yeah. The uh, but yeah, I mean, just for again for a twelve-year-old game that um, mm-hmm. it holds up, it holds up really, really well. Um, and then I'm trying to think if I played anything else. Oh, I, I picked up um, I picked up Commander Keen, the Commander Keen Complete Collection, because it was a dollar ninety-nine, and so I I had some nostalgia playing through those games because um, I played those games. Uh, not not the original three when they first came out, um, but not too long after they first came out. Um, and uh, the fourth and fifth one, not too far after they came out. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying just kind of going back through those and the nostalgia of the early 90s PC graphics and music. Um, I picked up because it was $5 and I never finished it the first time and always wanted to go back to it. Um, Kingdom, uh, what's the game called? Hold on, I'll tell you because I, I, it's I'm gonna, I'm gonna forget, and I'm gonna mix it up with a couple other games if I don't look it up. There's the word kingdom. Uh, in it. There's only four thousand games with the I, word kingdom. Right? Right? Kingdom, I, are you about to say kingdom, kingdom Hearts? No, Kingdom Kingdom Come Deliverance. Oh um, God, oh. that game. Oh yeah. So I enjoyed that game when I played it the first time, but I never went back and finished it. Uh, and I, it was five bucks on steam. So I'm like, Hey, you know, it's worth five bucks. Um, I'll, I'll go back and play it eventually. Um, so that's, that's on my list now too. Um, but I got plenty of shit to play between now and, uh, dragon's dogma two coming out, which will be the next major game. I think that I play. That's it. All right. 
Well, I think Suicide Squad was probably the biggest thing <clears throat> I've played. I am playing two other games for review that I can't talk about, unfortunately. I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about both of them. Uh, but I did... I downloaded Brotato. I don't think I like Brotato. <laughs> it reminds me too much of Binding of Isaac. And I just... I just never got into Binding of Isaac, I guess. Um, <laughs> going through the indie games, I had to share that that clip for that Ninja Kids, the Time Master. Oh my who, god, that looked like shit, yeah, bro. Oh my what? god, that might have been one of the worst games I've ever played. It's so bad. It's so bad. And like, I, I googled it, and like it's got like four and five star ratings. I'm like, what the fuck are you playing? So bad. Yeah, um, people, some, some people make bad games a part of their entire personality. So, man, that is like the king of bad games. Oof. Um, that was kind of a that was kind of a self-referential joke, by the way. <laughs> I mean, you like some bad games, not all. I do bad. like some bad games. I definitely don't like bad games like that. Hey, you know, I get shit all the time for my love for 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 terrible '90s fighting games. So I get it. I'm there. Man, yeah, that you, guy. I just want to know who he's shooting at. That's all. That's all I want to know. <laughs> that's, you okay. know what? That's part of the lore. You got to play the game. Just saying. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, and then you play the game and find out that he's <laughs> uh, just the, shooting at this guy. Yeah, because he's <laughs> too stupid to know not to shoot at this guy. Right. Hey, you, you joke all you want, but Eternal Champions has some of the best lore of a fighting game. It's really good. I'm not going to lie. Really? Yeah, it's it's really good. The story is a lot deeper than it than it has any right to be. Uh and then uh I played a sh- I downloaded that Silent Hill thing, but I haven't played it yet, so I might check that out today. Um I, was. I can't stop fucking playing Vampire Survivors. If I'd have played this when it came out Oh god, I love that fucking game. I did I did a <laughs> run yesterday with the kazoo music and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> My son walked the, in. And he's like, "What is this epic kazoo music?" <laughs> you, you, you mentioning that caused me to go back and play it again uh, the other day, and I fell in a fucking hole and just played it for like four hours. Oh God! Yeah. Uh, in my in my COVID induced. It's so fucking addictive. Like you do a thirty minute run and you don't think anything about it. You're like, "That was thirty minutes." Like, okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. I think, um, I don't know how it ends, like, I don't know how you get to the end, but, like, mostly what I'm doing right now is, like, trying to go through the unlocks and just meet all the requirements to unlock all the shit. Yeah. It's just, god, there's so much, like, I keep unlocking characters, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna run as this character, and I ran as the the chick who has, like, the, the rainbow sprinkles that go vertical. Oh, yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this attack is, like, OP, man. I can make it to death yeah. on almost any run now. Yeah, the um, I, I keep I kept getting pissed off the other day because I was playing it and I kept getting like fifteen seconds away from thirty minutes and dying, <laughs> uh, and it's like, oh, you fucking motherfucker! But uh, yeah, it's the game is so the game is so much fun. Yeah, I think I think I've almost maxed out like all of the the talent points. 
Like I, but oh, I, yeah. I won't turn right. on curse though. Like I don't like running curse. Yeah. Like why is this even here? Like what? I, I guess if you're a masochist. Yeah, for people who want uh, more of a difficulty. No thank you. Um, but but like uh, uh, the I I just the other night because I played it a lot on my phone before I bought it on deck, and so I haven't played it that much on my deck. And uh, I just unlocked the thing where you re um, respawn once with less health. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so that'll that'll make a that'll make a big difference, I think, moving forward. I think I'm probably uh, in my pretty, ability to get through. I'm probably pretty safe to go ahead and buy the DLC because it's like two dollars or something. Oh yeah, I should probably just. It's do cool. That. It's cool too. Yeah, it's cool too. It it plays a little differently than the uh the regular and it adds a lot of stuff so if you like the game i would say the dlc is definitely worth it i've kind of gotten to the point now where like if i see dlc i'm like i'm not going to buy this until i'm totally convinced that i'm going to play this game a lot or after i beat it i'm like all right i've played vampire survivors now for like 20 hours i think i can probably drop two dollars on some dlc yeah so yeah that's mostly like that game i play like almost it's like my after work like I'm gonna, like I'm gonna rest my brain. Yeah, like just play some fucking vampire yep. survivors. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it's so good. Good stuff. And yeah, I'll talk it's about. It's basically the perfect. It's basically the perfect game when you have a half hour. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, I played. I went on an Overwatch run of fifteen and one. I was on fire. You was. Damn. Okay. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to play till I get I get tilted. I ended up going 25 and 8. And I lost three in a row. And I was like, you know what? That's that's the one. That's where we stop. <laughs> Take three losses in a row. I'm done. Yeah, I think I won like 10 straight. I was like, something's wrong. Something's messed up. <laughs> Oh, two more weeks, and we get the patch. I can't wait. Oh, it's only one more week so now. Week what's week. what's significant about the patch? They're reworking the competitive system entirely. Okay. Is this the where everybody auto heals now, like a little bit? Is I think this patch? I think that is this patch as well. But the the competitive system, if it's for those who don't play it, currently you have to you have to win five or lose fifteen before you get a new rating, which sucks. It really does. Um, Because after you lose five, you're like, well, I'm not going up. So, like, you you lose all desire to keep playing. Right, you just stop. Yeah. So that you don't end up losing 15. Exactly. So, the new rating system, you get an update after every match. They're also doing a soft reset on MMR. I don't know what the MMR is. uh, Your rating, like your behind-the-scenes rating. So, like, everybody's going to kind of get a soft reset. For matchmaking, exactly. Right? Yeah, got it. Um, so we're gonna <laughs> there's gonna be some fun games for the first couple weeks, that's for sure. <clears throat> but it should give everybody a new rating on every roll. So I'm I'm excited. Like this is its last chance to like not piss me off again because the last two seasons have been kind of terrible. So, and I wanted the only reason I've been playing recently is because like I fell in such a big gap. That I fell almost ten levels in competitive. That's how much I was losing. And I'm just like, yeah, this ain't me. 
I was a master's player, and I fell all the way down to platinum. I'm like, this is this is bad. So what you're telling me is you needed to get good. I did. <laughs> I ended up going all the way back up to diamond. Was I was diamond three. I'm diamond three now. Uh, on my support role. And what's 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 higher, masters or diamond? Uh, masters is the highest. Uh, masters is higher. Like so, it goes uh, top 500, grandmaster, master, diamond, and then you go platinum, gold, silver, bronze. Gotcha. And bronze is where the games are really uh, something. I've played in a couple of those games, and I can one v five bronze players. They're very bad. Bad. One v five. Jesus Christ! Oh All yeah. Right. So I we got pulled into a bronze match yeah. like in quick play one day, and like I think I went like twenty five and one. Damn. Okay. Like, <laughs> like it wasn't even a game. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna steal. Like I was I was running around as Torb with my hammer, just killing people. I was like. Y'all suck. Jesus. Yeah. So, I hope this matchmaking thing, I hope the new comp system is good, because I've hated Overwatch 2's comp system since they introduced it. I hate the 5 and 15 shit. It's terrible. I don't know who thought that was a good idea. They should be, they, they should be uh, scolded. I won't say fired. It's it's too soon for that. That's, that's rough. Yeah. But yeah. you should be scolded if you came up with that. Okay, let's talk about new releases. This week, Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5, we've got Eterno Blade 2 Infinity, uh, Elisa, Developer's Cut, the second DLC for Atomic Heart called Trapped in Limbo, Wombat's Game of the Year, 2022. Fuck that game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cannibal Abduction, which, that's the game I asked you about, Terrence, the, the, the PS1-style survival horror. Oh, uh, okay. I don't, I don't know what it is, like, I haven't played it, so, that's out this week. Jubilee is out this week, as is Resident Evil 4 Gold Edition. The remake? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice, okay, I might actually, it's just combining the DLC, because I still haven't bought Yeah, that. the one DLC, yeah. Okay. Uh, PlayStation 5, we're also getting uh, Foam Stars, so get your foam on. I'm actually excited to try to play that. Yeah, like, I want to play that too. I will talk to you all next week when you are done playing it. (laughs) (laughs) Helldivers 2 is also out this week. Nice. Uh, Legendary Tales, uh, Shanghai Summer, and Saga of Sins. Wait, Saga of Sins? Yeah, that was already out. I don't I know. Could have sworn I reviewed that. Okay. I don't know what the fuck it is, so I can't answer that question. All right. Uh, PlayStation Four. Holy shit, that's a long title. Uh, the only thing coming out is Konosuba: God's Blessing on This Wonderful World. Love for these clothes of desire. Okay. All right. Those are words I, that I'll, I just said. God bless you. Like I. What the... I don't ask me, dude. I don't know anything about it. Um, Sydney Hunter and the Curse of the Mayan. This is Xbox One. Uh, Deathly Dangerous and Jubilee. What is Jubilee? I uh, don't know. Yeah, because I only know the X Men. Let's, let's yeah, that's what I was. Every time you keep saying it, I keep thinking of Jubilee the X Men. Yep, uh, and I was like, damn, she got a game. Like that's good for her. Because I love Jubilee. Precision <laughs> platformer. 
that apparently has very good reviews. And doesn't involve shooting fireworks. Um, no, I don't think so. Stop me if you've seen a game that looks like this. Oh Lord. Okay. That's that's Jubilee. Oh Jesus. Oh. Okay. Oh yeah, wow. Okay. That I actually like those sprites though. Yeah. You know the only sprites I, cool. I, I absolutely despise are the lanky sprites. Those tall lanky sprites. I hate that. Yeah, one. I'm not a fan of that. Like the Super Brothers sprite. Yeah. I oh just, yeah. I yeah. just do not like those sprites. I'm like, this just looks not great. Uh, all right, Nintendo Switch. Oh, good. Um, Raft Survival Simulator. Clem. Town Adventures. Dungeon Clem. C L E M Clem. It's Clem. Good old Clem. Uh, Dungeonoid Two Awakening. Hunter X Codename T. Alpaca wonders why. Uh, <laughs> God of Light remastered. Okay. Yang. <clears throat> Invector Rhythm Galaxy. Mustache in Hell. Mustache in hell. A neat girl rehabilitation plan. That's got to be porno. Um, Pirates. Okay, so yeah, I'm, I'm <clears throat> just real quick. I'm less interested in Jubilee now. Um, the so let me just read the description. Challenging precision platformer based on tight fluid movement. Open map layout with multiple routes, collect gems, and save animals. It looks kind of like an open map Meat Boy. So like um, In terms of like jumping, jumping off the walls and, you know, bouncing on little tiny platforms and animals as they jump out of the water. Like it looks like one of those games that's just a real pain in the ass. Yeah. And I I'm, I know there are people who love those games, but man, that is, I don't play games to be frustrated. And this looks like it would be a game that would really frustrate me. That's, uh, I, liked... I do like the look of it, though. I think it, it, it's it got like a cool kind of Mystic Questy vibe to the sprites. <laughs> cool Mystic Questy but, um, vibe. Uh, but yeah, I, I, it's, not, it's not for me, for sure. I think Meat Boy was the only one of those games that I really, really liked. Yeah, Meat Boy's fun. Meat Boy's fun in small doses. I it um, that game also frustrates me after a while. Like, uh, I mean, it's not platforming, but the same principle as Trials. I fucking love Trials. I did, I couldn't get into Meat Boy. I liked the Explosion Man and Misplosion Man games. Those oh were like yeah, that. I remember those. those games were fun. Back when yeah, I liked those. That developer used to make games. <clears throat> yeah, right. Like what happened yeah. to them? They made some of my favorite games of the 360. Yeah, that comic jumper game was pretty fun. Yep, yep. that was good. Um, the one uh, was it? The mall was the that mall theirs? was the pretty. Mall. Yeah, the mall was yep. pretty good. And then they made that, that game uh, was fun. What was that Xbox One launch game with the red the motorcycle lococycle? Is that it? I think uh, something it is, like that. Yeah. That game it wasn't. wasn't like that. It wasn't great. That's what I heard. I never played it, but I heard it wasn't. Wasn't all that. I mean, I own it because I think I bought every 360 launch game. I think, or sorry, Xbox. One. God damn it, fucking Xbox! Your name. <laughs> uh, Pirates Caribbean Chronicles, Police Car Driver, City Parking Simulator. Uh, avoid hope, not avoid hope. A void hope. Just ah, clarify that. Yep. Uh, Borz- Borzoi Adventure? Borzoi? I don't know. 
Football Simulator 2024. Boy <laughs> Uh Forklift Simulator 2024. Golfing it. That's a good name. I wonder if that's a good I wonder if that's a good game. I don't know. That's, let's look it up. I'll be Anthony today since uh Golfing it. Anthony's not word. here. Golfing it. Golfing it. Okay. Dolphin it or golfing golf, it? Golf as in like Tiger Woods. Golf. Okay. Tiger like Tiger Woods, y'all. Cyber Tiger, remember that game? That game was bad. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Oh, it uh, you forgot to tell me there was a uh, apostrophe in there. It doesn't have one on here. It doesn't. No, it just says G O L F I N I T E. Golfing it. G O L F I N I T E. Ah, oh, there it is. Okay. So like infinite and golf. Yeah, exactly. Golf in it. Play golf, level up by gear and abilities, complete challenges and playing 18 hole tournaments across several courses on your way to become a golf pro. It looks almost exactly like a golf game that already exists on mobile. Uh, I mean, to the point that I would be incredibly surprised if this is not the same people. It's called Pixel Pro Golf. Which is by Pixamo. And this is not by Pixamo. This is P Murph Games. Um, okay. Okay, yeah. So it's a little different in that you don't see your golfer. It's, you know, kind of a. Uh, it's a top down golf game. Um, you, you know, uh, aim your shot. And pick how much power you want to use. It's okay. You know, I, I know what you're saying. Your 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 sort of standard, uh, top down pixely golf game is what it looks like here. I just put I just put a picture in the Discord. That's exactly what I thought uh, it would look like. Yeah. yeah. So. So yeah, it uh looks. I mean, looks kind of neat if you like that kind of game. Ten bucks. Man, there's so many video games. There are so many video games, that's true. Uh, Prisonella DX, and finally, Mac OS New Operating System. (laughs) The game? Oh, man. But it's not M-A-C, it's M-A-K. Oh, nice. So, you know, they can't get away with that. Hey, by the way, while um, while I'm on Steam looking at these, if you don't already own... Uh, Fallout New Vegas on Steam. It's two dollars and forty nine cents right now. So, oh, wow, that's just less, a public service announcement. That's less than a cheeseburger at McDonald's. Correct. That is correct. That's the other Fallout does. games, um, uh, the Game of the Year version of Fallout Four is ten bucks. Game of the Year version of Fallout Three is six fifty nine. Um. So yeah, if you don't own the Fallout games tonight, it might be a might be a good time to buy them. All right, it's time to do some news, and boy, it's been a week. Um, mm-hmm. Blizzard Entertainment has a new president. It is former Call of Duty's general manager, Yo- Johanna Ferries. So there Congratulations. You go. I mean, but yep. it's Call of Duty's general manager going to Blizzard. Yeah, and I know there was some yeah. there was some there was some concern about the fact that Blizzard has supposedly uh 
been trying to fight off Activision influence ever since that takeover happened. So there's some concern about a former Activision person uh, or a former Call of Duty person running Blizzard. Yeah, I don't. Uh, being an Overwatch player, I don't want the person responsible for Call of Duty running Overwatch. Just, uh, Yeah. New big Starfield patch dropped this week. <clears throat> Apparently upgraded NPCs and some other shit. I don't know. I haven't played that game since it fucking came out. I have not either. No. Uh, Xbox has confirmed that uh, Visions of Mana is not coming to Game Pass. Aw. So. I mean, I'm, I'll buy it. Whatever. I want to play <clears throat> the series. Uh, Age of Empire stream on February 23rd with news from Age of Mythology. Ooh! I was just about to say. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Age of Mythology. That was, that was more excited than anyone's been about Age of Empires in like 20 years. That that reminded me I, of John right. when John got excited about, what was it? Um, Tropico. Tropico. Tropico! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Look, oh, that's I a love back Age there. of Mythology, man. That uh, was oh my god. I like that series more than Age of Empires, so that's I was hoping they would go back and do it. That's awesome. And uh, you know what? You know what? One of my favorite games uh was uh, thirty years ago. Oh, Populous. Oh yeah. Populous. I remember Populous. Populous was cool too. Yeah, Populous two specifically was um one of my favorite games when that game came out. I love that game. Wasn't that a Molyneux joint? Or am I misremembering that? What's that? Wasn't Paul Populous a Molyneux joint? Uh, or am I misremembering the God games that he made? I Yeah, I don't think it was, but maybe. Um, let's see. I Go thought on. somebody big made that game. And I don't remember who, because it's a EA game, well, it was right? Bull, it was Bullfrog, and you're right, it is Peter Molyneux. Oh, that's what, yeah, yeah. I thought he did yeah. that one. He was the designer, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, that um, Yeah, but uh, it was Bullfrog, and uh, I'll tell you what, Bullfrog... Bullfrog uh, was the shit until EA destroyed them. They were them. fucking awesome, until, yeah, until EA just completely dis- destroyed everything. They made uh, my favorite, um, was it Theme Park? I love Theme Park. That was a great game. Yeah, yeah and I, I mean... Played... Go ahead, sorry. No, 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 go ahead. Oh, I was just looking at this. I, I didn't play <clears throat> the original Populous. I played Populous the beginning. I guess it, it came out in 98. It was in 3D. Like, because I remember you would walk around like you were a shaman, and you could, like, summon tornadoes and stuff to, like, destroy, like, villages and stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, That I did like that game. I didn't play the original, though. That's wild. That was Peter Molyneux. I like the black and white games that he did. Um, a new data mine of Hi-Fi Rush suggests that the game is coming to Nintendo Switch and PlayStation consoles with uh, t-shirts that have been found in the data mine. That's not surprising. Xbox wants to be everywhere. Uh, we should, uh, I guess we could just go ahead and talk about it now. So... This, this data mine... Like, this rumor's been floating around for a while. Like, this has been... The conversation about Xbox in 2024. And then yesterday, somebody leaked that they were going to address this in the spring of their plan for games going forward being on multiple platforms. Which I think that that rumor ended up like kind of being debunked because the guy who said it didn't actually work at Bethesda. 
Mm. But I don't know, man. There's a lot of smoke, and we know the saying. Yeah. Yeah, smoking's bad for you. That too. That's on truth.org. Um <laughs> Oh man, truth.org. <laughs> wow. Um Yeah, this is a big conversation going on right now, and I'm of two minds of it, truthfully. Um I don't care if games come to other platforms. That is never I you know, more people playing more games, more places is awesome. What does concern me is that if Xbox goes down this road and the console is already not like it's like year to or like lifetime to date numbers, it's behind Xbox One at the same point. Jesus, I didn't realize that. See, I don't even look at those because I, I don't care because I'm not, in, you know, I don't have I just, I, yeah, I just I do, see the, like, I just see the stuff. I don't care unless the fact that I've invested 5,000 digital games into an ecosystem that might go away. Yeah, that's... That's that's my concern is that Xbox gets rid of hardware and then, like... And don't tell me I can stream it on my phone. I will never stream my Xbox library on my phone. Ever. See, but I kind of think... Because I get what you're saying, being of two minds, and I think that's a valid concern. But I don't think that they they would go strictly third party because that would kind of go against being able to play my game wherever I want to. Because I prefer Xbox as my main console, so I, I don't want it to go away, and then I have to buy a PlayStation to play an Xbox game because I don't like their controller. So I don't think they're going to stop selling consoles. I think if anything, we're they're just going to be like digital only consoles, which I think that was in their leak that they showed. There's a digital only like. Series X is about to come out right this year. That's code named along with that controller revamp it's, and stuff. It, the 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 slide actually called it adorably digital. Oh wow! <laughs> wow. Okay. Which that, that kind well. of that kind of spills into the next rumor. Uh, according to Chris Dring over at uh, G uh, GI Biz, I believe, uh, heard at the end of last year that several retailers have started to stop restocking Xbox games anymore. PC and mobile are digital dominated and Xbox is not far behind. Mhm. I can see it. I but it makes sense too because it because it, first of all it'll save them money because they have to pay to print the discs and make the cases but but the only thing and this is where I have a problem with this. I'm cool with digital only but don't still charge me 79.99 if you're not printing a motherfucking case. You know what I mean? You're not doing the extra shit to validate to that price. So I should see some sort of savings because I'm buying it digitally. So if they can do that, shit, we Gucci. Not, not only not only will you not get any savings, you yes, won't get ownership of your game. So if yes, they want I... to take it away, they just take it away and say, fuck well, you. This is well, this is horrible then. I I'm, I don't know if I'm okay with it. I'm just telling you, man. I I, I you, know I the, know the the plan is that you won't own anything anymore. You just rent it for as long as they're willing to rent it to you. Oh, 100 percent. And I understand yeah, that concern, but you can cool. count on your hands the number of games they've ever taken away from you. Well, they, see, and then there's that. For now, yeah, yeah, for now. But like, I figure by for, the time it's now, a problem, listen, I'm probably can, dead. I guarantee, I guarantee you, you can't count on your hand the number of things that have fallen off Netflix or Disney Plus or Hulu or any of that shit. Oh, sure, sure, but and like so the, the the more gaming becomes like streaming, the more apps they're gonna be to take your shit away, even if you paid for it. But there are other avenues for finding those Netflix movies. The, there are other avenues. Yeah. 
And there are other avenues. Just like my video game classic collection <clears throat> in places, you know. Yep. <laughs> Sailing the seven seas, are you? Yeah, that's what he's saying. You can find the shit. That's what he's saying. If you really want to, you can find it. You can find it in my garage. <laughs> I just don't need to keep all that plastic clutter around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's that's it's it's a lot. It, it is definitely a lot. I, like, I but see I, these dudes on YouTube where they stand in front of, like, a wall that is just, like, nothing but yes. plastic boxes. I'm like, Jesus Christ, my brother. Right. Like, that's too much, man. Like, well, and they are so proud. And I'm like, that's too much. Like, it looks cool, but I would not want that. Like, it's just, it's just, just too much, man. It's too much for me. Yeah, I enjoy my physical media. Uh, not just because I'm a collector at heart and I like actually having the this stuff no, collected. I get it. I totally get um, it. but also also because it means that I own it. And if I wanna if I get a wild hair and I decide that I want to play Super Metroid on the original system, on the original cartridge, I can do that. And there's nothing Nintendo can do to stop me. Um <laughs> And if I decide I want to play the original Dragon's Dogma on my original Xbox three sixty, I can pull the hardware out. And I can put my disc in, and I can play it, and there's nothing that Microsoft or Capcom can do to stop me. I have um, a legitimate question. Yeah. Can you actually hook up your Super Nintendo to your new TV? Oh, that's not to my not to my new TV. No. Do you that's, have a but TV? I, I have I have adapters that I can uh, use oh, to okay. hook it up to a VGA monitor. Yeah, I've got a bunch. Yeah, of I wanted those. to. I got a bunch of those in a box. It. I have yep. friends that just have old school. They just have old TVs, like the old motherfuckers like, carrying around those seventy pound CRTs. Man, fuck that. Yeah, man. Like, well, it's like in their like it's just set up in their like their gaming room. Like that's just a station where the old systems are set. up. I mean, them up, TVs so would kinda... kill a baby if you drive <clears throat> it on them. Oh yeah. Oh, them TVs was huge, man. Like kids today, you need a team of people to move them TVs out of an apartment. Matter of fact, I can remember vividly helping going to a friend's house. Said we wanted help moving. He lived on the top of an apartment. Went in and saw one of the big old console TVs. And I walked my ass back down the steps. Nope, I am not, sir. Yep. We are not going to die today. <laughs> dude, like, those TVs are way too heavy. Dude, they are way too heavy. A 27-inch CRT TV weighs more than like five fucking 65-inch TVs. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy how much they weigh. Yeah. <clears throat> we had a 32-inch tube HD TV upstairs at my old condo. A long time ago, and getting it upstairs was one of the most harrowing experiences of my entire life. Mm. Um, and getting it back downstairs when we moved, I was like, <laughs> "I'm just gonna throw this fucking thing out the window." Yeah. Like I don't. Yep. I, I'm getting it. Luckily, we ended up giving it away to somebody, and they got it downstairs. But yeah, y'all got Yeah, that thing was fucking. That thing weighed a million pounds. I cannot be convinced it was anything less than a million pounds. Yeah, I, I've carried uh, those CRTs upstairs before. That's why my knees are broken <clears> in my old age. <throat> yep. Man. <sighs> uh, but. But. Yeah. I was just going to say, but my point is that I can. Um, I can also. One thing I can also do with any of those games is that. If I decided I don't want to own it anymore and someone else decided they do want to own it, I can accept money in exchange <laughs> for handing over the physical copy of the game um, you can, you can find some that fucking, they want. 
the fucking moron that's willing to pay three hundred dollars for a copy of the Misadventures of Tron Bon. Yes, correct. <laughs> um, but uh, I can't do that with any of my digital shit. No. Or you know, if I if I buy a game and end up playing it for like three hours, um, and want to get rid of it or trade it in, guess what? I can't do that if it's not physical. I'm looking at you, Street Fighter Six. Yeah. See. That's the type of thing I do wish that if Microsoft does decide to go fully digital and, and fully embrace this, that they have some sort of system in place like that. Either give us two hours or three hours worth of game time. Um, like Steam does. We can return it. Yeah, like Steam does. Um, or let us somehow trade a game back in to get some sort of digital credit towards something else. Because, like, yeah, I mean, sometimes you just roll the dice with games. Like, oh, that looks cool. And then you play it and you're like, oh, God, I wasted my money. Right? And, like, they should, yeah. If it's something like Steam, I think that would be great. And I think that would convince PlayStation to add something like that to theirs, too. PlayStation ain't really they all should have fucking it. money back. Well, they not. They not. I've had to try to get my money back from them, and that was a fucking hassle. Like, oh my Xbox god, Xbox is easy. Like want... Xbox is pretty it much is. it's pretty much Steam at this point. Like, if you play it and you don't like it, within like a reasonable time, they usually do it. Yeah, it like a text message thing. Like you go in their little chat. Like I had to get on the phone with Sony. It's like pulling teeth. They do not want to give you your money back. No, they're like, no, you ain't getting your money. Nintendo ain't giving you your money back either. I've actually never been disappointed. I've never had to request anything from them. Nintendo. Well, I mean, I'm if usually... you buy a game made by Nintendo, then you're probably all right. See, and that's typically, yeah, Nintendo is typically just my Nintendo machines or my Nintendo machines. Like, they play the Nintendo games. That's it. Yep. I don't need a refund on none of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Xbox is in a weird place. And I will tell you that I was thoroughly entertained on Saturday watching the fanboys melt down about this. It, it was one of my highlights of my weekend, just watching the stupidity of these people talk about this stuff. It's so funny. I mean, they were they were legitimately like having panic attacks on Twitter. Yeah. I, I saw some of them, like whole paragraph. And then the points with Twitter Plus or Blue or whatever the fuck it's called, they have a whole like paragraphs. And I'm like, y'all are doing a lot. I mean, they were in spaces like, for, like, two hours discussing this, and I'm like... Yes! Like, bro, it's not that... It was never this serious. I, mean, like, I, 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 I hopped into one anonymously, and, dude, within, like, 30 seconds, I was like, what the fuck is this conversation? Mm-hmm. Y'all are... Yes. Y'all are weird. You simping for corporations, <laughs> you some weird motherfuckers. I, and I don't... I don't understand that. Like, they don't care. Like, I saw... And it's all the usual suspects that you see. The Tim Dog, the... What's his name? Uh, Tim Colt or Bruce Coltwood or something like that. All them <laughs> usual people. Colt, Colt. And I'm like, man, whatever that nigga name, I don't know. But it's all <laughs> them. And I'm like, man, y'all just... You're doing a lot. They don't... The only thing they care about is your wallet. And if that... Once that's gone, they don't give two shits about you. Oh. At all. Like, yeah. I, I don't get it. And they might send you a toaster. They might. You're right. You know what? That's right. You might get a toaster. (laughs) Oh, shit. All right. Let's move on to PlayStation. PlayStation also had a pretty big week. Uh, Gran Turismo Sport received its final patch. It allows offline saving. Of course, if you get the game at some point and there's no online servers, like, how do you get the patch? It's like a bear shit in the woods kind of thing. Like, does it make a sound? I don't know. That's, yep. Uh, Sony's invested in an undisclosed sum into Carry First. It's an African gaming startup. 
Sony hopes to grow its PlayStation footprint in Africa. Uh, we had the forty-minute long state of play this week, which felt like the sequel to last year's state of play, with like no new announcements from first party, which was weird. Um, but I'm gonna be honest, Death Stranding Two is is my fucking jam. That game looks so good. Well, you haven't played the I first mean, one. It looks weird. But... Oh, I love that first game. I cannot wait for the wait. sequel. Did you say you haven't played the first one? I have not. No. Oh, that's weird. I, you actually, I think it probably would be your type of game. You probably should. Yeah, I, try. I, I would. I it's on the list to try at some point. But yeah. Okay. I don't know. I feel like that might be a it's booty good. cheeks, a Ryan booty cheeks game. I don't know. Is it better than Gotham Knights? I mean, yeah. Yes, it is. Yes. It's a different game, but yeah. I I don't know. Cause see, like I went into that game like. I was never ever going to play it, and then I tried it, and I like at the beginning I was like, "Man, this is some bullshit!" Like I was just walking, navigating, and then it's like good ass music started playing. I was like, oh, "Okay," and I started vibing. I'm like, oh, "Okay," and then you just like walking and looking at beautiful. I don't know. It it is a good game. Like you get kind of caught up in it. Like is how it happened for me because I I was like not fucking with it at all. But it it actually I think Ryan I think you would dig it. Honestly. Okay. And then Kojima also announced his third in development game, which is called Project Fizzent, which is a new is interactive espionage movie film, movie slash film. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a game. Okay. No, dude, they panned out and they were at Sony Picture Studios. Oh, I didn't see that part. Okay. I, yeah, I thought it was a game. All right. I don't know, man. The Kojima stroking is hilarious to me. Like, I appreciate the dude's work, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. They really be on. They really be on him. <laughs> um, but I'm a, like, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not trying to be like dismissive here. Was anything announced at that state of play that we didn't know about already? The Silent Hill thing wasn't that new. Yeah, I guess that's true. The the, the I've heard it's like forty minutes long. Game. It's like forty. Yeah. Years. It's also a one-year exclusive for for uh, a free game. Didn't know that. Yeah. It's important to get free games exclusive. Exclusivity. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of anything that was in that show that was like like. I just want to know what the fuck Sony's doing. Like, what's Sucker Punch doing? I mean, we know what Insomniac's doing. Unfortunately. Well, we know what. <laughs> We know what Sucker Punch is doing, too. They just haven't said it yet. Yeah, but when are they going to say it? It's been a while. I don't know. I don't know. It needs to happen soon. I hope it's this year. Yeah. It's been a while since they... Like, Ghost of Tsushima was a PS4 game. Yeah. 2020 is when that game came out. Right. And the PlayStation PlayStation 5 is on its fourth year. Yeah, it came out... That game came out in July. The PlayStation 5 came out later that same year, in Mm -hmm. November. Yeah. So it'll be four years this year for Ghost of Tsushima, and we haven't even got an announcement. But, like, Sony has a ton of other studios. Like, what are they doing? I don't know. Like, Insomniac is breaking their backs over there, holding that system up. Like, well, what the rest right? are they doing? Yeah, I have like, no man. idea. It's it's very strange. It's almost, um, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully they've got some shit to show. You know what's funny is I saw another rumor this morning, and I don't know how credible it is. They're apparently remaking the first Uncharted. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. Why? Yeah. 
I mean, I, I mean, it, have you? Well, so let me say this: that game is in need of a remake more than half the shit they've remade in the last three years. True. It's the, like you go back and play the original. It's oh, rough as fuck. Okay, I haven't. Yeah. Okay, I haven't played the. But still, the, like yeah, the... at this point, like I, I just, I guess I just don't understand. Like it's. Am I wrong to consider like every other game is better in that series? Uh, no. I mean, every other game is every other game is better. Uh, although I think the first one's better than the third one. Yeah, that's a toss up. Um, but like, if you're gonna remake gonna one, one, why not remake two? Two. Well, yeah. they'll probably remake them all. And if you're gonna remake them all, you might as well start at the first one. That's true. I mean, how long is it going to be before we're playing Uncharted Four remaster or remake? Like that just feels. I don't. I don't know. Years from now, probably. Like the Sony remake factory is really confusing to me because like they're remaking Horizon, which is weird. The they remade Last of Us three times. I don't fucking know. Um, dude, it's weird. It's weird. Make some new games. Like that's what you guys have been good at for the past like ten years. Like, do that. True. Yeah. Shit. Next thing you know, they'll announce a Days Gone remake, and then the internet will really blow up. <laughs> oh my god, it will. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is getting its very own state of play on February 6th, so that's this week. The rumor is that there's a demo that will be available with this. So I'm so confused. What is Rebirth? It's part is that two. The... Part two of Rebirth. Okay, that's part two. Yeah, this okay. is basically think of it as three. The original Final Fantasy VII was three discs. They're they're remaking three games. Got it. Um, but they're not really remaking it because it's not the same fucking story. Right. <laughs> I dude, I don't know. I'm so pissed that they called a Final Fantasy VII remake because it was not a remake. Anyway, your PlayStation Plus essential games for February 2024 are Foam Stars, Roller Drome, and Steel Rising. I heard Steel Rising was good, but I never played it. It is. You should check it out when it, it is drops. Good. Yep. It's a Souls game, so know that going in, but it's, it's pretty but good. It's, I like those games. It's yep. highly... Oh, yeah, you do, actually. And it's uh, it's Spiders. Um, and it's like oh, and I like Spiders, game. too, so... Yeah, it's good. Um, I don't know why you like spiders. They're gross. Yeah, this well. guy. This guy. <laughs> uh, according to Rumor uh, from Lance McDonald. Also the best system of a down song. No, I mean, no, no. That's, ah. that's debatable. But yeah. um, <laughs> Lance McDonald Rumor says, a PS5 and PC version of Dreams was done and ready to ship. It got canceled last minute after the Media Molecule layoffs. The PS5 version featured mouse and keyboard support and ray tracing. Oh. Um, what we got here? According to rumor, Billy Bill Coon, Firewalk's multiplayer shooter Concord for PS5 and PC is heavily inspired by Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy and is getting a gameplay reveal soon. It was clearly not at the state of play that happened earlier this week. Correct. Oh, no Nintendo news this week, which is not shocking because they're probably ramping up for that new console. More than likely. Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus Rising is getting a DLC character in 2B from Nier. That that tracks those Absolutely. anime fighters. 
Warcraft, Orcs and Humans, and Warcraft 2 Tides of Darkness and Diablo are now available on Battle.net. This was a, this okay. blew my mind when I asked you guys about this. Dragon Quest Builders is coming to Steam on February 13th? Yep. Yeah, I thought yeah, it, was it was never on out. Steam. That's so weird. That game's like six years old. Yeah. Yeah, well, most of the most of the Dragon Quest games aren't on Steam. That is weird. So, yeah, the um, it's uh, it's not uh, there's not a, I mean, Dragon Quest Eleven is on Steam, um, and maybe a couple others. I don't know, but I, I think I think it might just be Dragon Quest Eleven. Um, they're they're just not. It's not a distribution channel for them. Hmm. That's weird. Uh, what we got here? MLB <coughs> the show got its launch date March nineteenth, coming to everything. Uh, also on Game Pass day one. Planet Zoo console edition coming to Xbox, uh, S and X, and PS five on March twenty sixth. Destiny two Mass Effect crossover collaboration skins launched February thirteenth. Oh yeah, they did announce the Metro VR game coming to Quest, Steam VR, and PSVR two in 2024. All right, oh, so yeah, real quick, there. here here are the Dragon Quest games that are on Steam. Uh, Dragon Quest Treasures, uh, Dragon Quest Heroes, and Dragon Quest Heroes two. Dragon Quest Eleven, uh, Infinity Strash, which is new, uh, and then what's funny is Dragon Quest Builders Two has been on Steam since 2019, which is I think when it came to Xbox, right? But Dragon Quest Builders One was not ever on Steam and is now set to launch on Steam on the 13th. That is it. Those are the only Dragon Quest games that are available on Steam. That's so weird. Yeah. Uh, so all the side games, basically, I mean, with the exception of Monsters, because that's Nintendo exclusive, but um, the side games, like Heroes and Builders, it appears are coming, and Treasures, but the mainline games, I'm sure Dragon Quest Twelve will end up on Steam, um, but none of the old games are on Steam. Uh, Dave the Divers coming to PlayStation in April. Uh, Until Dawn is getting a remake on PS5 and PC. G- another game I don't understand doesn't need a remaster. Uh, Stellar Blade is coming out April 26th <clears throat> for PlayStation 5. Everybody got real horny over that game. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, Death Stranding 2 is called Death Stranding 2 on the Beach. It's not till 2025. Uh, Sonic X Shadow Generations. Coming later this year to everything. Lords of Exile launching February 14th on everything. What else we got on here? Resident Evil 4 Gold Edition, which we talked about February 9th. Um, And Spec Ops The Line was delisted from all digital storefronts. According to a 2K spokesperson, the delisting is permanent and they removed it after after the expiration of some partnership license. Yeah, I was able to sneak in at the last minute and get it on GOG for five bucks. 
I own it digitally and physically on Xbox, so I can play it, and they can't take it away from me. <laughs> they can't take it away from you. <laughs> I had to buy a new 360 <laughs> this week, uh, so like I, that's the only system that I kind of keep hooked up from the old generation because like <clears throat> there's so many games that were not made backwards compatible. So, uh, like a dragon, Infinite Wealth peaked with over 46 concurrent players on Steam. Uh, and also sold a million copies since launch. Jesus. Enshrouded has surpassed a million players. Resident Evil 4 Remake has now sold 6.48 million units worldwide. Which is less than Power World now. Which is a weird thing to say. Mm. Power World is fucking... I got the numbers here. 12 million copies on Steam and 7 million players on Xbox. Biggest third-party launch on the service with 3 million daily players. It's insane. Yeah. Microsoft numbers, gaming revenues up 49%, content and service up 6%, hardware revenue up 3%. Micros- uh, Xbox Gaming is now Microsoft's third biggest pillar, and it's bigger than Windows. Good for them. They have over 200 million monthly active users. Crazy. That is banana sandwiches. You know what? Thinking about the Power World thing, if nothing else from this craziness, I tell you what, the next Pokemon game is going to be fucking fire. I bet. I, I mean, I hope it is. They they really I hope so. Like asleep at the wheel at this point. Yeah, like it's go it's going to be great. <laughs> like I mean, man. <clears throat> Alright, I got two emails. I think they came from the same person. Uh, and I think Ryan knows them. Uh, this comes from Pete. He it says, it's great to learn about Berserker Boy. Uh, I'm a big Mega Man fan. Really hope the Mega Man, a new Mega Man game comes out someday. A real one. Like Mega Man uh, You and me both, 3. brother. No, me not too, Legends man. 3. Mega Man, what, what are we at? 12? Is it 12? I think it's yeah, 12. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be 12. Yeah, yeah, we need 12. We need Mega Man 12. Uh, he says, I'm not really into modern gaming. Uh, not a ton of modern gaming for me these days. I'm really into Miyo, mini handheld that plays everything up to PlayStation. Uh, and I've been enjoying browsing the Pico 8 library on it. Jesus Christ, that is a nice. snapback. Man. Yeah, right. for sure. Uh, also, he is a man of culture. He is a huge 3DO fan. His favorite games are Star Control 2, Return Fire, Guardian Wars, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Another World, and Flashback. Keep up the good work. Pete, it's good to hear from you, brother. Hope uh, hope things are going well for you. Uh, he sent another email. Uh, he's uh, he's in here with Terrence. He says, I really wish there was a digital way to resell games. Yep. Uh, yes. I had hoped that NFTs were going to bridge this gap by giving consumers the ability to buy and sell and resell digital content. They could even built it in a way for the publisher to get a cut of the resales, but it's easier and makes more sense to the publisher to go all digital slash subscription based. For the collectors, the limited run physical seems to be the way to go, make the physical game more collectible and rare. Uh, my brother is a collector, but also an active gamer. He has a complete Wii U physical collection is now working on a complete N64 collection. It's a hobby, but he's also a content creator. Good luck on that N64 complete collection, because those Elmo games are a fucking pain to find. All that physical Elmo stuff. Games? 
the last couple gens is or the last uh several gens before you know the modern generations is so fucking expensive too yeah like i saw somebody going for those elmo games there's two elmo games on it's <clears throat> 64 that are just ungodly amounts of money if you want them in the box man and then that's what's that's what i don't like like i appreciate when you want to collect stuff but when you're willing to pay like ungodly amounts of money for some fucking trash games, like I just don't understand. Like games to me are meant to be played. Like I don't, I don't need a copy of fucking. What's a weird, expensive game that is not good? I mean, Stadium uh, events kind of sucks, right? Yeah, that my, that's my go-to is like those those one-time use cartridges that they used at. Um competitions and stuff where all the world championship cartridges yeah 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 like that that's that would be kind of cool to have but if you're you're kidding yourself if you think that i wouldn't want to have it so i could play that yeah it's it's what play play all the shit that's on there it's three games and it's like a a snippet of each it's rad racer tetris and mario brothers yeah and it's literally mario brothers is collect 30 coins rad racer is stage one and tetris is get what 20 lines or something yeah, something like that, yeah. Like, why do you want that? Like, the the AVGN episode about that is great, because, like, he's he's out there trying to get a copy of it, and then when he learns what it is, he's like, this is fucking trash, and then beats it up with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that is, like, the perfect synopsis of that. So again, I'm 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 a I have a collector's mind. So there there is some stuff that like that that's kind of cool to say. Like, I can understand the mindset that that says. Hey, I own one of, you know, a hundred copies of this this game. Sure. Uh, but I don't understand the mindset that says I own one of a hundred copies of this game and I'll never touch it, play it, or take it out of the plastic ever. Um, that that I don't I don't understand. Um, I, I want I would want to own it, and I would think it was cool to say that I own it, but I would also want to be able to play it. Yeah, it's just such a. It's, it's not about the value for me. Like it's not about the. The fact that I bought it for three thousand dollars and in two years it might be worth five thousand dollars. It's more like it's cool that I own this piece of gaming history, and also I can plug it into my NES and play it when I want to. Yeah, and I think that's what ruins it for a lot of people. Is like a, there are people that are like I want to play this game, but I'm not going to spend five hundred dollars to play Little Samson. You know what I mean? And that's why that's why Shmemulation exists. <laughs> That is why. <clears throat> oh man, and that's why limited run exists so they can bring back plumbers don't wear ties. I don't have Anthony here to groan when I say that. <clears throat> <laughs> oh boy, that game, that game. Yeah, if you can even call it a game at this point. Yeah, it's not really even a game. Uh, most of those, most of those CG games like that weren't uh, weren't really games. Oh man. That was a weird time. I remember that time. The the CDI, the 3DO, some weird-ass fucking video games. Yeah. But anyway, that's uh, that's all I got. I, I tweeted, but I didn't see any tweets. <clears throat> so, y'all, y'all not doing what you want to do. I don't, I don't have anything else. 
Yeah, I mean, the only the only other tweet I saw is somebody, um, I think it was Iwakara, sent in a note saying, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah that, that one." He wanted to hear our uh, opinion on the Vince McMahon situation. I so there's there's really not anything new there. Like we all knew he was kind of a uh not kind of we all knew he was a creep and a sex pest um it's been obvious for decades i think the only kind of new thing there is the the gory details of it which are sickening to read um the 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 thing about it the only thing i'll say about it is that um a it cannot stop at vince mcmahon like the the he he was the driving factor behind a lot of the allegations in in the lawsuit, obviously. But the entire culture at WWE at the executive level is what um, allowed that to happen and allowed it to persist for decades and decades and allowed, um, you know, multiple women to be victimized, not just not just him. I mean, you can you can find even the stuff that's already public about the way certain women were treated at WWE. I mean, just look up, look up Ashley Massaro's story and how sad and tragic that is. Um, so I think, you know, it's not going to stop just cause Vince is gone. And I, you know, there's been several things that have come out. Um, you know, Janelle Grant's lawyer came out this weekend and said, um, you know, we're already getting, uh, almost overwhelming number of women who have come forward and said that they would like to be a part of this and would like to talk about their experience and that they're just now starting to kind of sort through what they can do and what they can't do, but that it's, it's almost a little overwhelming. Um, so I, I would guess that the, the storm is, is going to continue to unfold here. It doesn't sound like now money changes a lot of things. It doesn't sound like that Janelle Grant's primary motivation at this point is to get a big settlement. Um, you know, so so if if the expectation is that they can just float a giant settlement offer and they can stop this from going to discovery, I don't know that that's going to happen. You know, it, depending on the money, it changes a lot of stuff. Um, and I hell, I'm not going to begrudge her if she walks away from it because she gets a huge payday because. She needs to do what's right for her after all the bullshit that she went through. Um, but I, I just, I think, A, it it's not limited to Vince. It's the entire culture there. And B, um, anyone who thinks this isn't going to hit a point where it's cheaper for TKO to clean house among some of the executives there, than to keep them and try to continue fighting this is has kind of got their head in the sand a little bit. And I know all the bullshit with rock and Cody and all of that stuff is, is kind of distracting people from it. But what I would say is don't let yourself get played um, because that's exactly what the attempt here is Um, there that it's, it's already been established that, in addition to the fact that they've had some major injuries that have changed the WrestleMania card, one of the other things at play here is they think that adding Rock to this card will distract from the Vince McMahon stuff. So don't let yourself get played. Keep keep your eyes on the prize uh, if you are paying attention to this. And um, 
continue to make sure that the important stuff stays in the important stuff because I think you're gonna you're gonna have a certain segment of a, the WWE fan base that is going to completely let this gloss over now that Vince McMahon is gone, and I, I think that would be a real shame. Um, so yeah, that's that's my two cents on the story. Speaking of like sad and depressing did y'all see that laura bailey clip that was floating around yeah man i commented about that on uh, uh on twix i was like damn y'all done made laura bailey cry y'all happy like i mean this this that woman is great y'all done they, made they, her all they threatened her baby yeah, yeah man what it's the fuck over a this... video game character the That's internet was up. a mistake it was a mistake. Like, it really was. It really was. Like, y'all are wild. <clears throat> also, I feel some type of way about The Rock even putting himself in this position to be the distraction. Just going back to the wrestling thing. I already yeah. don't really like Dwayne like that. Like, I don't know. Like, he just, I don't vibe with him no more. But, like, I come on, man. Like, you see all the stuff that they got going I on. Mean, you should be like, nah, I, I'm not going to touch that. Day, day. <laughs> at the end of the day, wrestling is a carny business. It's always been a carny business. Yeah. And Dwayne Johnson is a carny who used to work as a carny, whose dad was a carny, whose grandfather was a carny. Okay. So to expect non carny behavior Got you. from these folks yeah. is, is too high an expectation. Carnies behave yeah. like carnies. So that's, that's, that's what you should expect out of everyone involved in this story, um, which is why I'm saying people got to keep their eyes on the prize. It already pisses me off that people have been so quick to mobilize against WWE so that they can try to st- save Cody Rhodes story. And they were way quicker, way quicker to mobilize against WWE for that, for some stupid bullshit storyline of leading into WrestleMania than they were for the real true rot at the, at the center of this, uh, this lawsuit. So um, I just hope that the, the, I hope and expect that some of the more mainstream outlets will, uh, will not let this thing die on the vine because uh, Dwayne Johnson's going to, pretend to fight somebody in a couple months. That's a good way of putting Listen, that. You- I love I love professional wrestling, but it is important. It is important for everyone involved yeah. with professional wrestling to call it what it is. Yeah, um, it it's it's fun. Like it's enjoyable. I watch it. It's uh, I don't watch WWE. Um I yeah, watch I professional wrestling. Um but the but it's 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 pretend fighting. So mm-hmm. It's pretend fighting that's meant to make you think it's real. And so yeah. they lie for a living. <laughs> so yep. keep that in mind when you watch yep. people jive and dance over the next three months around this thing, uh, that you're watching a bunch of people whose entire purpose on this earth is to lie for a living. How is Carney not derogatory in the year of our Lord 2024? Well, listen, <laughs> if, if, no, you're, but... if you're a Carney, it probably is. Right. It was so. I never even thought about that. Like I was, I had to mute my microphone. I was cracking up like, "Damn, that was perfect." I've never. That's exactly what it is. Like professional wrestling is literally. It was literally a carnival act. It literally started in the carnivals. So 
it I don't feel bad calling them carnies because that's yeah. what they are. If you would prefer right. I call them professional con men, I can call them that too. <laughs> um but listen, again, I love professional wrestling and this new generation of professional wrestlers uh, they still lie for a living that just like actors do. Right. It's like yeah. when people, yeah. when people act completely surprised when an actor does something quote out of character, it's like, yes. man, they lie to you for a living. That's what they do. Exactly. So, um, you know, professional wrestlers are the same way. And this new generation has definitely killed a lot of the really nasty shit that was in this business. Um, but the corporate culture at WWE, it not only not only allowed that stuff to happen, actively encouraged it for forty years. So, um, yeah, it's it's not. I'm not. I, I was shocked at the details in the allegations. I was not shocked at the fact that they happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it is a wild, wild world. Man. Anyway. Uh, if you want to tweet at us, it's at ZTGD Radio. We'll discuss anything. We don't give a flying fook. Uh, if you want to send us an email, it's podcast at ZTGD.com. And also, Phoenix Down <coughs> is rocking that Greedfall. First episode God, up on Friday. Game. It is. That's another one. If you haven't played that game, play that fucking game. That game is yeah. so good. I tried And to you play can it. get it for so cheap. I tried it. I didn't. It didn't jive with me. My wife. Well, beat it's it. not your kind of game. My wife beat it. She loved it. Like she played yeah. through that entire fucking thing. I, I didn't play game. the DLC, but I played. I yeah, also I did not game. play the DLC, but yeah, I, yeah, the game's Looking amazing. Forward to the sequel. Same. I don't. I feel weird today. I don't. There's no football on. I don't know what I'm gonna do with my. Oh, Sunday. is there not? Nope. Oh wait, yeah, yeah. we about your life is empty. It is. <laughs> like I, there we gotta. I got into the mess of uh, we bought a countertop dishwasher because we don't have a spot for like a dishwasher dishwasher. We haven't had one since we moved. So we <clears> bought one <throat> this week and come to discover like my sink faucet doesn't support it. Oh, so I had man. to buy a new sink faucet. So now like this has turned into a whole thing. Yeah, it always turns into a whole project. thing. That's yeah. how it works. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's that's coming today. And then like uh, I'm to figure this shit out. Good times. Home ownership, best. <laughs> that's yeah, that's what that is. And anyway, that's it for the show. Unless anybody has anything else, we'll get out of here. Here's pictures. Alrighty, and it goes something like this. <laughs>